0: <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's talk. Leia, let's talk news and headlines. And uh, we actually have a little special segment uh, within here. So let's start with the injury report this week. Um, not as long as uh, it's, it's getting shorter and shorter. So finally, guys are getting healthy and we're getting guys back and we're starting to see the injuries lessen and lessen as guys kind of get that uh, wear and tear put on them. So uh, it's good to see that. But we do have some notable ones from this week. The Jets rookie running back Michael Carter goes down with an ankle injury to start. Um, and uh, Philadelphia running back Jordan Howard, after just finally showing up, has now gone down with a knee injury.
1: Yeah, that's disappointing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Green Bay offensive lineman Elchin Jenkins goes, I think he might be done for the season uh, with an ACL tear. Um, Aaron Rodgers is uh, dealing with a toe injury. Um, Jacksonville wide receiver Jamal Agnew. I uh,
1: wish that was turf (laughs)
0: Has a hip injury. Uh, Chicago quarterback uh, Justin Fields has uh ribs, bruised ribs, is now confirmed. Um, Indy off still not gonna play. Yeah, not he's not playing this week. He is out. Um, and we will see. Um, Andy Dalton, um, the Red Rifle. Uh. (laughs) Indy offensive lineman Quentin Nelson goes down with an ankle injury, so that that is going to, uh, I think, hurt them just a little bit.
1: <laughs>
0: also, Tennessee wide receiver uh, AJ Brown, uh, hand and shoulder injury. He he's got multiple injuries on that one play. They
1: said it was a chest, and that
0: was hand. It does. Hey, no uh, PFF uh, officially put it out as a sh- hand and shoulder injury. Like his his whole arm. Shoulder. that. It's,
1: it's all, connected. all connected.
0: Yep. Um. Dallas running back Zeke has an ankle injury, but he has just been upgraded to healthy, so he should be fine. Uh, but C.D. Lamb, uh, uh, Dallas wide receiver, does have a concussion, and he's going to still have to clear protocol to get cleared to play here on Thursday.
1: Is that even possible on a short week? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure.
0: I mean, guys, come. you can come back the next day. It's just you You have to come in. You have to do the test with the trainers. If you don't, you sit out. Not so either. It's like if you don't clear the test at the beginning of the day, you're – you're not you're not playing today. You're just gonna. You can get treatment. You can do all that stuff, but you're not gonna. You're not gonna step on the field, yeah. and you're not lifting. So, um, and just a couple of headlines here. Nothing major. I do want to get into one big ish thing that happened. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, Adrian Peterson did get cut, uh, by Tennessee, I and Phillips in Lindsay also got cut by t- uh Houston. So
1: wasting his man's time
0: that's That's what I said uh and QB's Goff and Wilson are set to return this week so just wanted to give those updates there um but there was a report and if we're talking about head coaches being fired there is a report out there that um Matt Nagy is his firing is imminent uh and he there was a report that said that he was going to get fired after the game regardless of the outcome. I find that that report specifically to be BS. I mean, Matt Nagy has uh, also come out and dispelled that rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why I, I have kind of trepidations about it is because um, why would you? Why would you wait if you if you've already come up and made your mind? I'm firing this man. Why would you wait until after the Thanksgiving game to fire him? This is just trying to be. Good tidings for the for for for, for the holiday.
1: Maybe <laughs> the other thing might be in the process of that. As I'm just just hear me out and shut it down at the very end if you want to. I don't care. Just let me get it out. Just maybe <laughs> it just has to do with it's yeah Thanksgiving. I I think that's a secondary to the fact that whoever who would be okay. I'll say this. Then I'll say what I have to say. Matt Nagy gets fired. Who takes his place? Uh,
0: there is Just an assistant. I don't know his name. Uh, there's an assistant coach that would take his place. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be Bill Lazor or one of the coordinators.
1: Assistant coach said said assistant coach steps in. Yeah. I don't think they wanted to introduce that person into a trial by fire short week. Here you go. Fair. You know. Um. You, you know. Um. Barack Obama takes over the country from, <laughs> um, from Bush. Yeah, yes, I said it. You, you know, basically just handed you know, crap. You know, yeah, the, the, the crap situation. So I'm just I, I'm I, I'm saying if there's any redeeming quality, maybe only because it's a short week, and that's okay. that's it. Oh, no, it I know I get that. Just happens yeah. to fall and coincide with, with, with Thanksgiving and the holidays. Well, right?
0: I said he should have been fired after the Cleveland game. But that was oh god, that was a fireable offense in itself, uh, and it feels like that was so long ago now. Um, but regardless, I I, I bring that up to say this, whether Matt Nagy is getting fired now or later, I I said it in the last episode, everybody's got to go. Ted Phillips, Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, the trifecta
1: need to go. All right, So, well, what's the point in firing them now? Cuz I don't I cuz to your point, I don't think they're going to fire all three of them all at the same time mid-season.
0: Cuz if you're firing Matt Nagy, I Matt Nagy was tied at the with Ryan pace. Those mm-hmm. two have to go at the same time. We need a new GM and we need a new new um uh right, head coach. Um or new coaching staff entirely, but that's neither here nor there. Um so that's one thing. But the reason why I say Ted Phillips needs to go and I, and I said this Um, I don't know if I've explained it fully. Ted Phillips being the president of football operations in Chicago. He makes all of the decisions because Virginia McCaskey, the owner of the, of the team, she basically is like, yep, here is the money you have for the year. I don't care what you do with it. This is, this is yours. Now you're the CEO. You make all the decisions. If anybody needs to make a, whoever has final say it is Ted Phillips. Mm -hmm. Reason why Ted Phillips is even in this position is because he is married into this damn family, and at the end of the day, the last two GMs he has hired have been completely inept, and have been the worst GMs of I, I believe in Chicago's history. Hmm. And in the funny thing is, the dude that I can't even remember, the one before Ryan Pace, is even worse than Ryan Pace. It's not like he was better.
1: Jerry Angelo. Uh, was he before him?
0: I don't know if it's Jerry. Ang- I think there was one more guy before him. Uh, or sorry after him um but regardless he he has hired these two guys that continuously keep making horrible decisions and he has this stigma of just he breeds a culture of complacency philip emory emory that's the name that's been god yes got it he just breeds this and just with that, Philip Emery and Ryan Pace. Do you, you you see the two guys that he's brought in and, and how long he's allowed them to just sit there and F up the team? Mm-hmm. It just breathes, all right, complacent. I, I am I am happy to let you have another shot at this. Mm. And that is why I don't have as long as long as Ted Phillips is in charge, I don't have any faith Chicago is going to fire, not fire, hold on to somebody, uh give them another shot fire him in mid-season fire him after the season i i have no i have no idea what what his plan is or or what or how much of a hot seat they're on because of how complacent ted phillips has been with just the ineptitude that this team has Mm -hmm. so when it comes down to it i know we say that they should be on the hot seat i know we say that these guys uh, should should definitely be fired they should have been fired yesterday they should have been fired last year they should have been fired the year after year before that Mm -hmm. we keep saying that but i don't know where ted phillips is at with it because he is just a dude that's like well i'll give you another shot uh i i don't know where to go so I'll, i'll i'll let i'll let you i'll let you have a crack at it one more time
1: yeah disagree but yeah
0: but i say all that to say this we do have an official firing um And New York is trying to blame their woes on offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett.
1: I witnessed that earlier. I, <laughs> I, I didn't go into the, into the article too much, but I was like, Hmm, it's interesting. He's the first to go.
0: Yeah. I, that's exactly what I thought. I, I, when they, cause I was here, I was driving when, when the breaking news came out and they go, Oh, well you have a firing. And I was like, Oh, Nagy did get fired. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> And then they go, nope. Just New, New York. They likes. said New York Giants was like, wow, because uh, we had the conversation a few weeks back, saying, well, Joe Judge should probably be on the hot seat based off mm-hmm. of the, the way mm-hmm. this team has been playing. Absolutely. And I was like, okay, wow. They 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 actually Dave Dave Gettleman made a decision, and it was like, nope, we we made a mistake, and you, you're not the guy.
1: Let and, me get this right. Just because I'm I, I know I'm <laughs> very small sample size just because you was only able to muster up 10 points against Tampa Bay in Tampa that's a fireable offense now now you want to fire you know now. It, it, yeah complete scapegoat moment here so oh, 100% go ahead finish but
0: it comes from the press conference that was had after the game it just felt like joe judge was deflecting it's not my fault i feel like we we should be able to score points here there all over the place but he never said it starts with me. He never says I take ownership over this loss. He never says I got to do better as a head coach. He never says any of that. Mm-hmm. It's all we got to be better. We got to do this better. We got to we got to make decisions better. Okay, cool. You're saying this as a, as a royal we though. You're not saying that as a as a we like me and my guys got to be better. Uh, it, it seems like he was trying to put distance, and so. When he said that, I was like, "Wow, he's really trying to throw both coordinators under the bus and be like, I, this isn't my fault.'" And and I feel like this this move even exemplifies that more.
1: Sounds like a dead man walking to me.
0: Yeah, so it's... I would not be surprised if Joe Judge at this point will get fired
1: after the after the if he does. I would
0: not be surprised.
1: Well, you know, I want to know what the <laughs> what the over and under is. Does he even make it through the, to the end of the year? At this point, not saying next week, but give it a week or two out, and then they're like, you know what, head coach is gone. <laughs> yeah. Now somebody else steps in as interim head. You know,
0: well, I, I also believe Dave Dave Gettleman should be fired too, but that's neither here nor there.
1: Um, so, what is what is your take on them letting go Garrett as C as Like overall, like your opinion. Like, well, how do you? Well, what was your thought process? I
0: I had the same thought you did. This is a complete scapegoat moment. I I mean, I I didn't like the hiring in the first place, mm-hmm. but I definitely don't. I for damn sure don't think he's the problem over there in in New York right now. I, yeah. So I I think I think they tried to save face in the fact that you can't fire the quarterback in the middle of the season. Hmm. So
1: okay, really. Uh, you know, you're talking about New
0: York. I, I haven't. Yeah, it, I was just curious.
1: I was curious. It was just. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I'm not. I'm not down on Garrett as a as a coordinator or even as a coach. I, I
0: am I, down. Uh, he no. No. I he cannot have another head I think coaching his job. Tenure not
1: until he has something significant in in offensive coordinating. I'm gonna say I don't think his tenure in D- Dallas was. It got to a point where you couldn't even evaluate it anymore. It was just running. It was just kind of. He was just there, you know. And I'm I'm not saying it's because of him. I, this is a Jerry Jones thing. And I'm just I don't think he I can, he could be truly evaluated properly from that. <laughs> just from just saying this is what he did in Dallas. No, and he did that with handcuffs on the whole damn time. So I'm like, as much credit as you want to give him, I can't give him that much. You know flack as well. It's just like, damn. What what do you really have? Because this man really was a puppet in in Dallas. You know, I don't think I think he can coach personally. I just think he just had a really bad. He he got a real bad rep.
0: I'll just say this. I'll believe it when I see it. And oh, and fine. so I would I would much rather see him go through the ranks of of coordinating before I ever see him get the light of day at another head coaching shot. If he gets another head coaching shot, uh, before. Guys like Eric Bien-Aimé.
1: No, I understand uh, that. Um, but at that being said, there's some people that's in that had head coaching jobs right now that I think oh, he sure. should have for sure. So I mean, I get it in the pecking order, but there some new blood needs to come out Chicago. Some new blood needs to come out here. I'm, I'm putting that out there again. I know you had your guy, I had my my the, the enemy. But had, I mean,
0: I enemy me, me is my my number two. Uh, okay. I am I am a di- I am a firm believer that Chicago needs to go after Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma, it, it, and it's going to be a slugfest to try to get him to come out of that Oklahoma job. He loves college football, and I get that. All right, but let's,
1: let's, let's, let's start thinking about more realistic things. Here. No, it, it, <laughs> but he, I'm wolves. not. But it's not.
0: It's not. It, I mean, we got Urban Meyer. Yeah, there. <laughs> so, like there is a possibility that he would come for. It's just depending on the situation, and I feel like if he could build it from the ground up himself. And that's what I'm saying. Okay. Ted Phillips, Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, all gotta go, and then Lincoln Riley and whatever else you want to build it. I said Lewis Riddick as the uh, as the GM, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't care who who the who who the president is, as long as it's a dude that's less complacent than than mm-hmm. Ted Phillips. Gotcha. As long as it's a guy who wants to win a Super Bowl. Okay. Or gal, which I don't. I don't. They're not trying to be <laughs> saying that this. It has to be a man. I'm just saying. Anybody who is looking to make a a, a a a quantifiable step at winning football games. Hey,
1: I'm not saying this. This is not even, I'm not gender bashing or anything like that. I would almost welcome, let a woman president come in. They need a whole new philosophy anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, here we have Jim McCaskey few... owning yeah. a damn yeah. thing. <laughs> While now have one, you know, actually lead operations because... Okay, we've seen what the dudes, what the guys have done. They've not, not done much for us as a fan base. And I'm sorry, six, again, six freaking playoff appearances in the last 22 years. And I'm like, and that's from 99 to now. I'm like, going back, wasn't very pretty in the 90s. You know, just yeah. saying. It, it, the, the heyday came in the 80s. So, it's, yeah, we do stuff. Okay, I don't know how we That's how bad it's getting for the Bears Every segment is becoming a Bears segment (laughs) Some
0: kind of way We were talking about firing coaches